This is Sports Talk with Phil Cordblue, Chris Bergen, and Pat Daniel. Sports Talk is heard across the state on radio affiliates of the Sports Talk Media Network and is streaming live on SportsTalkSC.com, as well as Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The South Carolina Education Lottery lucky number to call in is 888-898-2525. That's 888-898-2525. Now, here are Phil, Chris, and Pat with tonight's edition of Sports Talk. All right, welcome in, everybody. Welcome into Sports Talk, Sports Talk Media Network. It's a Friday night heading into another busy weekend in the sports world. Glad you're with us. Looking forward to spending the next two hours with you as we come to you from the Dave and Buster Studios here in downtown Columbia. I know this is, without question, without doubt, the two best hours of your day, and we appreciate you joining us and choosing us during this time. Look forward to talking to you. If you'd like to chime in on something, phone number 888-898-2525, South Carolina Education Lottery, lucky number here on Sports Talk. Chris Bergen is off tonight. Of course, he was up at James Madison last night with Coastal Carolina. They came up short, fell way behind, made a nice rally, came up short, lost to James Madison last night. They're traveling back home this afternoon, this evening, to get ready to play Old Dominion at Coastal Carolina tomorrow. South Carolina's on the road going down to Athens, Georgia, looking to see if they can get a W and break their losing streak. Clemson is on the road, headed down to play Florida State And what about the Tigers' situation in the backcourt? Brevin Galloway now out. Chase Hunter may or may not play. Alex Hemingway may or may not play. They have got real issues now in their backcourt. Brevin Galloway himself put it out on social media last night. If you haven't seen it, not going to go into great detail. Let's just say he had a bit of a serious issue in a part of the body that's kind of serious and had to go to the hospital and have some things done to remedy the situation. And he's out at least for this week, at least for Friday. So right as things are going big for the Clemson basketball team, they get hit with these injuries. Of course, Hunter and Hemingway, they've been out Hemingway the longest and Hunter last couple of games facing Florida state. Now Florida state struggled, of course, this season overall record, is not good. ACC records right around 500. But going down there on the road and knowing the kind of ball that Florida State will try and play, the uh, the Tigers face a challenge there protecting the basketball, not getting into a turnover situation with uh, Florida State. Without those guards, uh, that's not going to be an easy thing for them to do. We'll see how they handle it. We'll see what kind of adjustments Brad Brownell plans to make tomorrow night as for the Gamecocks they just need to go get a W they uh, are, are are in the midst of a losing streak they um, have been a little bit more uh, competitive in certain aspects of certain games like the Auburn game uh, for example uh, they did fight back um, cut a big deficit down before falling behind and we're in the game at Florida by only eight points trailing at halftime and then got blitzed in the second half. So trying to play a 40-minute game for them against a semi-decent competition has been difficult for them. And uh, they'll see if they can find their way against Georgia. Uh, Georgia's a struggling team. They got crushed by Tennessee last time out. So 
Uh, this might be an opportunity for the Gamecocks to uh, go on the road in the SEC and and get a W. It should be a good matchup for them. It should be a team that they can play with. And uh, the fact that it's uh, at Georgia. Um, now, the last time Georgia played at home, I think they had a sellout. I'm not so sure they'll have a sellout. They should have a pretty good crowd there. Saturday, the Gamecocks have won 12 in a row against Georgia. Can you believe that? Remember, Frank Martin just had Georgia's number the last few years. So you know that at least Georgia's going to be a little bit inspired to try to break that losing streak to the uh, to the Gamecocks. And you got uh, the College of Charleston, maybe the best team in the state, them or Clemson right now, College of Charleston, the highest-ranked team in the state, number 18 in the AP poll. They are 21-1, and 9-0 in the CAA, and they'll be at home tomorrow, and it's a sellout down in Charleston. They're taking on a conference rival, Hofstra, at 4 o'clock tomorrow. So this is a matchup of a 20-1 and Charleston team against a rival from the CAA in Hofstra. And coming up, the Cougars are going to go back on the road. They're in a stretch where they're playing four out of five league games on the road. They won at Monmouth by 14. They won at Northeastern by 16, home to Hofstra. Then next week, back out on the road at Drexel and at Delaware. So, Pat Kelsey and company, though they got it going pretty good, 21-1, and 9-0. Just looking at some of their numbers. They're averaging 80 points per game. They're not a, at least statistically, they're not an overwhelmingly good shooting team. 43% from the floor, 33% from three, and only 73% from the line. But they're outscoring teams by 12 points per game. They do a good job on the boards. They move the ball well. They're balanced. They got four starters in double figures. So a lot of guys touching the ball, a lot of guys uh, getting looks, and they're making enough shots to where they are, what they are, ranked number 18 in the country. Of course, we got the NFL playoffs this weekend. This is one of the great day in sports on Sunday. Would you agree? Right up there with the Final Four, maybe right up there with National Championship Football Day, the uh, Final Four of the NFL playoffs, AFC and NFC championships on Sunday afternoon. You got Cincinnati going to Kansas City. You got San Fran going to uh, Philadelphia. Should be should be a great Sunday afternoon of football. Uh, and today in recruiting, we've got a lot of recruiting for you that we'll hit up here in a little bit in this first hour. Uh, getting you ready for the recruiting weekend at Clemson. The Tigers have their major junior day of January coming up tomorrow, so they'll have many of their top targets in for unofficial visits. But South Carolina did get another commitment today in the 2024 class. Wendell Gregory out of Marietta, Georgia, linebacker, 6'4", linebacker, 6'4", 225. By all accounts, a a, a high-level prospect and uh, somebody that was recruited uh, nationally, had a ton of offers, and South Carolina, much like many of the other commitments the Gamecocks have gotten, seeing a trend here with Shane Beamer, they got on him early. And they made a very early positive impression on him. And they were among the first, if not the first, to offer him. And that has paid off for South Carolina with many of these most recent commitments. They all say the Gamecocks were on them early, made them early offers, and uh, stayed on them and, uh, and, and followed that up with the commitment down the road. So another good pickup. We'll talk more in detail 
about that for the Gamecocks as they continue to do well on the recruiting trail, both in the 23 and 24 class. Of course, Wednesday is the National Signing Day for uh, the spring signing period, I guess you could say. Used to be the National Signing Day. Around here, I mean, now we're going to have a lot of schools around the state signing players. The smaller schools who did not sign a bunch of players in December will be doing a bunch of signing on Wednesday coming. But South Carolina Clemson, not expecting anything out of Clemson. And South Carolina, well, you know who they're waiting on. They're waiting on Nicholas Harbor, and he'll announce something uh, Wednesday afternoon, 12-ish, 1-ish, somewhere in there. Of course, he's going on his official visit to Oregon this weekend. But in my conversations with his dad the last couple of days this week, uh, the family certainly sounds like they like South Carolina a lot. I think if it came down to just where the best feeling was and where they felt the safest, where they felt where their son would be best taken care of, at least at this point, I think it would be South Carolina. But they're leaving it up to the son to make the decision. And he has to, of course, weigh the various personalities that he's been dealing with and also weigh the football option slash track option that every school gives him. And, of course, Oregon has the great facilities and the great tradition, the great history there in in track and field. But, as was pointed out last night on the show, Curtis Fry is one of the top track coaches in the country. He doesn't have the facilities. Now, they've done some improvement over there at the Weems-Baskin track. They've upgraded it and made it better, but it's not in the ballpark of what uh, places like Arkansas and uh, Oregon and LSU have. They just don't have those facilities. But they do have an outstanding uh, nationally or or worldly renowned coach in Curtis Fry who has coached Olympics and he's coached national champions and all that kind of stuff. So if – and, you know, with with track folks, you know, I wonder what, what do they care about facilities, you know? Track's a track. And 60 meters or 60 meters, 100 meters or 100 meters. It's more about that one-on-one coaching and that relationship with the coach, the sprinting coach, the head coach, who you're going to be working with closest. And, you know, Curtis Fry has a great record of working with sprinters. I mean, he's produced uh, champions on both the men's and women's side at South Carolina in that department. So they can show him that and, you know, if, if that's good enough, then that'll be good enough. But it'll be Wednesday before we know anything there on Harbor. And that's really about the only one South Carolina's waiting on for the 2023 class with the commitment of Elijah Caldwell yesterday. So that's what we've got coming up for you. In the meantime, we'll open up our phone lines and the phone number, 888-898-2525, South Carolina Education Lottery, lucky number here on the program. Talk about the NFL playoffs if you like. Who do you like? On Sunday, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm going to go with the Eagles at home. It's their year, I think. I think it's their year. They've been good all season long. They were the last team to lose in the NFL, and they seem to be pretty healthy. They're playing at home, well-coached, got a lot of weapons, play outstanding defense. I just can't believe Brock Purdy. I just can't believe Brock Purdy inserted into the lineup here late in the season can lead the 49ers to the doggone Super Bowl. I just can't believe that. 
I mean, this is a guy that was, okay, he's a good quarterback at Iowa State. He was nothing special. Good quarterback. Had a lot of records there at Iowa State. He was a four-year starter for the Cyclones. Last player taken in the draft this year. He's a rookie. And I can't believe that he's going to get the 49ers to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. And I think that, uh, you know what? It might not even be close. Eagles might just spank the 49ers, which will be fine with me. Because as you know, since the Packers are not playing in the tournament, they were not invited to the NFL playoffs this year. They need an NIT for the NFL playoffs where teams like the Packers can go. Packers and Colts and Panthers. The Panthers would be would be good in the NFL NIT. But anyway, uh, this has been my revenge tour. Avenge and revenge. So, I need my vengeance. My vengeance is greatest on the 49ers now. So, I need them to go down and go down hard. AFC, boy, is it time for Kansas City to do it again? Um, this is how many years in a row for them in the AFC Championship? I think it's five. I think it's five for them in the AFC Championship. Couple of wins. It's probably about time for them playing at home. But man, Cincinnati looks good. Joe Burrow and his people just look like they are just so in sync. Uh, running the football, throwing the football. Their defense has been outstanding. They're not phased by where they're playing or the weather. They were up in Buffalo last week. Didn't phase them. It's going to be cold in Kansas City. You know it. It's not going to phase them. I mean, is this basically the better quarterback? Burrow versus Mahomes, and Burrow might be the better quarterback. So I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I'm sure they're the underdog. I don't know the line off the top of my head. But I'll go with Cincinnati, and if I need the points, I'll take the points. But they just seem like the hot team. And they're kind of going against history here, right? Because traditionally, historically, the team that loses the Super Bowl kind of fades away that next year. They've gone against that. And putting this, and they've put themselves right back in position to uh, get back to the Super Bowl instead of just dying, like a lot of Super Bowl losers go out and do. So I'm going with the Eagles, and I'm going with the Bengals. That's how I see it. Pat, we'll get your take on it in a little bit, and we'll take some phone calls on that as well. Talk a little basketball. Update the golf. Uh, George and Tsunami Robbie will be joining us from Orlando tonight. The uh, PGA. Uh, I guess they call it the PGA Winter Show is uh, going on down there, and they are down there uh, checking out things and showing people what they have uh, in terms of the uh, Tsunami Bar equipment and their fitness equipment and stuff like that. So they'll be joining us from down in Florida coming up tonight as well. Otherwise, wide open for your phone calls. 888-898-2525 is our phone number. That is the South Carolina Education Lottery lucky number into sports talk. And since 2002, more than $6 billion in lottery proceeds have been used to support South Carolina educational programs. You can learn more about the lottery's impact at sceducationlottery.com slash education wins. And playing for fun is a win for education. Another big event uh, coming up over the weekend, if you're into the NBA, is Lakers Celtics. In Boston, uh, Celtics blew one last night at home. Of course, a 15-point lead in the first half of the NBA. What does that mean? That means nothing, honey. You cannot protect a lead like that in the NBA, and they didn't. And the Knicks played great. Boy, I tell you what, 
They had some great performances last night and came back and beat the Celtics in Boston. So the Celtics go into the game with the Lakers. It's always fun when the Celtics and Lakers get together, right? Yeah, Celtics have lost three in a row. Anthony Davis is back for the Lakers. And LeBron is going for the all-time scoring record in the NBA. Not quite there yet. Should be a good one tomorrow night in Boston. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, I'm Jim Corbett. I've been an attorney for more than 30 years. There's one thing I've learned about injury cases. It's you need the personal touch. You need the lawyer to get to know you and describe your damages. You don't want a case manager talking to an insurance company and then talking to you and then talking to maybe to a lawyer with limited experience at the last minute to try to settle a case. I talk to you. I find out what your case is about. Jim at JimCorbettAttorney.com. Jim at JimCorbettAttorney.com for your injury cases. Score a touchdown with Founders Federal Credit Union. With services like Founders Online and the Founders app, you'll enjoy all the perks of a big bank with local personalized service. Not a member? Joining Founders Federal Credit Union is easy. Visit RelaxJoinFounders.com or one of our 37 convenient locations to see if you qualify for membership. Relax with Founders. Terms and conditions apply. Founders Federal Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA. Join the Trailblaze Challenge, the endurance hike program where big hearts come together for big steps to create hope for local wish families through Make-A-Wish, South Carolina. This spring, take part in a new journey on the Palmetto Trail. From sunrise on the highest peak in South Carolina to the coastal marshes of the Lowcountry, hikers of all levels can support critically ill children, enjoy and explore the outdoors, and build South Carolina pride and community through an all-inclusive hike experience. Visit sctrailblazechallenge.org to learn how to get started. That's sctrailblazechallenge.org. We're back on Sports Talk on a Friday night. Let's jump right to your phone calls, 888-898-2525. We go to Rodney in Mount Pleasant, first with us tonight. Rodney, welcome into Sports Talk. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Phil. You, sir? Doing great. That's good. Hadn't talked with you until I saw you back there at the, the coach's place um, after um, the The, the comeback shack. Um, the comeback shack in yeah. Mount Pleasant. Yeah, it's great talking to exactly. you there. We had a terrific conversation. Oh, yeah. Well, I've wanted to do as all of the, the other people do when they get a chance to get on the air. I wanted to brag on my Bulldogs just a moment before I get into the, um, the NFL playoffs. I think I wrote it down um, before, but I'm going to just rattle off some things. Uh, two South Carolinians that are Bulldogs have made it to the Hall of Fame. They represent the Giants and the Steelers as Carson and, and Shell, then two other that played at least one year with the Bulldogs, that's Marion Motley and Deacon Jones. Deacon represents the, the Rams, I think, where he got most of his fame. Then, of course, Marion Motley was with the Browns. The Rams have a championship, but Browns haven't even made it to the Super Bowl yet. But hmm. I think the total number of Bulldogs that have either made it to the Super Bowl 
and I can't remember how many that have won rings. You know Donnie as well as um, Carson have. But this weekend, um, the Chiefs, they get back to the Super Bowl. The VP of communications, he's a, a, a bulldog, so I'm slightly pulling for them. And the Bengals, they Barney Bussey, he was there when I think the Bengals and the 49ers first played. But anyway, the, the main thing is um, hopefully um, we're going to do pretty good as far as seeing a South Carolinian or at least one who came through be represented again in the, the Super Bowl. And um, I'm leaning towards the Eagles on the, the NFC side. Um, I'm trying to remember, has, are you aware whether any NFL teams have had three different coaches take one franchise to the Super Bowl because if um, the Dude. current coach does mm-hmm. that, um, that'll be three different um, head coaches take the team. That's a to good the question. It's a good question. Got Vermeil and then um, the guy who's at Jacksonville. Peterson. Right I can't. Mm-hmm. Peterson. Um, yeah. And then, of course, now is it? Um, Did Andy Reid not get the Eagles to the Super Bowl? That he kept. He unfortunately he, he kept getting them to that championship game and never to the get Super Bowl. Over they got there he once got and then lost. With the Chiefs. They got there once got and, uh, and lost. Remember, Terrell Owens broke his leg, uh, mm-hmm. and then continued. I think to play they went four the different times. Four different times. I think he made it to the the doorstep, but couldn't but, get across. But you're the, saying the Andy Reid did not. You're saying Andy Reid did or did not. Did not. Did, did not. not. He had to go to the Chiefs. Remember to finally mm-hmm. get to the Super Bowl. So. He got them to the Are Super Bowl. Are you fact-checking so that, Pat? Yeah, no, they, they got to the Super Bowl in 2004, and they lost. Oh, with, yeah. With Andy Reid. Yeah, because Terrell Owens uh, broke his leg, and then he right. kept playing, but it, it, yeah. it kind of killed him. The fact-checker strikes uh, again. Sorry, yeah. Rodney, well, you've been guy, burned like I have. No problem, no problem. So that would make four, then. This would make if, four, if it, which would have to be a record. Which would have I, to be I'm a record. I'm thinking so. Yeah. All right, y'all have a good weekend. Thank you. The fact-checker strikes again. My brain's really weird. I remember weird things, but then I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. <laughs> That's called senility, you know? I got a little touch of that. 888-898-2525 to Andy in Columbia, next with us, right here on Sports Talk. Hello, Andy. Hey, Corn. Hey, Pat. Just to follow something that Rodney said, there is going to be a um, team that's going to have four coaches in the Super Bowl after Sunday. Because the 49ers have already had three different coaches lead them to the Super Bowl. So they would qualify Uh, under that category. So either Eagles or the 49ers, whoever win that game, will have four different coaches taking them to the Super Bowl. All right, let's name the Niners coaches. Uh, Walsh. Walsh, Harbaugh, and possibly Shanahan. Mm -hmm. Okay, good note. Yeah, because remember Harbaugh lost to his brother in the Super Bowl. Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the real reason I'm calling. Oh, there's another reason. Yeah, when you were talking about Nick Harbour last night, and I was thinking about this, and you were talking about Phil Knight, you know, and his NIL money and so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. And I remember when um, the tree um, decommitted, and him and Nick Harbour were in a Maryland basketball game sitting with the Under Armour owner. Mm-hmm. My question is this. These gentlemen, Phil Knight and the Under Armour people, and also Adidas, which I don't know who heads them, and I haven't heard much about you know them specifically with a school. How did it like South Carolina feel about them trying to get Nick Harbor in the tree, but you got Phil, but you got the guy up at Under Armour 
who's a Maryland graduate, but you're an Under Armour school, he's taking these kids to Maryland trying to push them off on Maryland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how do the other teams that are Nike schools feel about Phil Knight bringing these kids to Oregon and giving them NIL money? There's money, and then there's your heart. Okay? So these guys, they got their business deals. There's business, and then there's your alma mater. And they've got their contracts with these schools. They don't know who's coming down the line from a recruiting standpoint, who's going to be big enough to have a guy like the dude with Under Armour or Phil Knight to sit down and get involved with them. But they've got their contracts well in advance. And for these guys, they'll do what they can to help out their alma mater, even if it comes at the expense of one of their customers. But they've already got the customer's money, or they're providing the customers with what they're getting but getting back in return what they are seeking hang on a second andy if you want to we'll continue though that's a good point be right back We are Sports Talk, Sports Talk Media Network, Friday night edition. Phil and Pat from downtown Columbia, Dave and Buster's studios here in downtown Columbia. Reminder, man, you want to go to a great place and watch the NFC, AFC championship games on Sunday? Dave and Buster's is the great call. Eat, drink, play, catch the big games all season long. Go watch the basketball games. Go watch the uh, Celtics and Lakers. Dave and Buster's in Greenville, Columbia, Myrtle Beach. The thing I love about it is it's so big and it's well-defined. You want to go someplace and have a drink, you go over there to the bar area, the lounge area. You want to go have a quiet meal. They've got the dining room set aside. You want to go let the kids run wild in the arcade. They got that in the back of the building. And the food is A number one. A number one. Dave and Buster's, Greenville, Columbia, Myrtle Beach. Let me give you those locations in case you you don't recall off the top of your head. 1025 Woodruff Road in Greenville, 100 Columbiana Circle in Columbia, and Broadway at the Beach Celebrity Circle in Myrtle Beach. All right, back to Andy, and we'll continue with your phone calls. Andy, thanks for waiting. What else is on your mind, sir? You know, I was just curious about that, if it might come to one day that um, in these contracts that schools are signing with these um, apparel companies, if something might be put in there regarding um, NILs. Uh, You know, who knows what's going to be put in there one day uh, in scholarship, in contracts, whatever it is that will bind a player to a school eventually when they get it all figured out. But the thing that you're talking about is something that I have, have thought about and brought up. It is kind of a – it makes for odd bedfellows, right? Recruiting does. The pursuit of the athlete. You got on the one hand, here's South Carolina. Just use South Carolina as an example. Here's South Carolina. And you got Under Armour, who is their supplier of their uniforms and their footwear. And South Carolina receives uh, cash uh, and merchandise from – uh, from this company, which is supposed to want South Carolina, of course, the better they do, the better it looks for their company. Yet the owner is no doubt uh, recruiting for Maryland, this player that South Carolina badly wants and Maryland badly wants, and he's trying to help out his alma mater. 
So that goes against the business logic. But again, it goes back to uh, South Carolina's under contract with them, so they can't just break it. And the heart sometimes is bigger than the wallet, I guess. And that's where his um, his allegiance is mostly to Maryland. You, you, you know, you know that as well as I do. Just like with Phil Knight, he's got schools all over the country, but his first allegiance is to Oregon. Well, considering the Under Armour's uh, footwears, what's a nice word? Piss poor. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, there's uh, really in basketball it's a disadvantage to us being an Under Armour school. For a Nike school, would be much better. But but uh, but 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 keep in mind that the athletic department basketball, men's basketball, um, in particular. I mean, that's secondary to whatever's good for football and whatever deal. The deal was made from a football standpoint. I mean, I know the overall well, uh, department gets the, their stuff from Under Armour, but it's first and foremost football. The fact that, uh, you know, from what I hear from people, like no, none of the major prospects want to wear Under Armour basketball shoes. Well, you know. Remember what happened at first with the um, football team and the Under Armour shoes? They had some issues, didn't they? Yeah, they had a bunch of hurt. Um, ankles and uh, torn. Um, I think Clowney almost refused to wear them at one time. Yeah, that there was a big thing. One last. Thing, well, here's uh, the thing. Here's the thing. What's going to happen down the road, uh, Andy? That uh, with these kids now, you know, NILs, their individuality, and I mean, they go cut their own shoe deal. What happens? Right. Now, I know it says in the rules supposedly you can't go out and do NIL deals with companies that compete with companies already under contract with a a university let's say but you know they can probably challenge that in court and win what what have they not won in court that they wouldn't win that argument and uh, go out and and you know here you are you're the you're the you're the point guard you don't want to wear under armor you go cut yourself an nil deal with adidas or with um or with nike well what happens with the kids who do it in high school before they even get to the school well, that's the problem because you got Nike and Adidas are so deep into the grassroots. I know Under Armour's trying to get involved in the grassroots basketball because they've got some summer stuff going too, but they lag, as far as I can tell, they lag way behind the other two. Yeah, they're, like I said, I won't repeat what I called them, but that's pretty much what it is. Last See, in thing, my day, in my day, I grew up Converse. Converse Canvas. I refused to wear anything but Converse Canvas. You tried to put anything well, else on me, I wouldn't play for you. Then it was the Adidas Superstars after Or oh, I wouldn't that. sit for you. Maybe that's a better way to put it. The Adidas Superstars after that. Adidas the, Superstars with the three stripes. Yes, sir. Yep, with the different colored stripes. Mm-hmm. If you can get different colored stripes. Yep. One last thing. Congratulations to Uncle Steve for re-signing the Flying Squirrel for four more years, maybe five. Great second baseman. Great bat. Great team. Teammate. And just great man all all around, Jeff McNeil. Hmm. Oh, that's who you're talking about. Who do you think? The Flying Squirrel? I have no idea who the Flying Squirrel is. I did see where the Braves resigned their manager, gave him a new contract. Well, the National League batting champion is who I was talking about. Okay. You mean that junior varsity team in New York? Well, it's the team that's going to sign Ashante next year. Okay. It's going to be either be the Yankees or the Mets, and you know that you won't be able to pony up the money that Uncle Steve can pony up for Conte. Well, I don't think the Steinbrenners are going, you know, broke anytime soon. But they don't have his kind of money. But they got plenty of money still. I ain't worried about it.
They don't have Uncle Steve money. Andy, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Yes, sir. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. You too. Thank you for what you do for us. I don't do much. We're just here for you. We thank you for helping make the show what it is. Without people like Andy and people like Hank and people like Gamecock Larry and people like Tiger Brian, what would we be? Tiger Brian, welcome into Sports Talk TB. How you doing? Man, we're doing great, man. I want to appreciate everybody that sent texts and calls about Miss Tiger Brown had that surgery last week. She's doing great. Good. Man. Hey, I was in the hospital with my eyebed buds on y'all listening to y'all. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. When she had a surgery, I was laying, that's how dedicated I am. I had my, pet, my, my damn earbuds listening to y'all because she was over there resting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that we helped you kind of get through it. Uh, is she home and you're taking good care yeah. of her? Oh yeah, she's doing good, man. I done cook homemade soup. She cooked salmon. She cooked first meal today in a week. So mm. she cooked salmon patties, fr- uh, fried onions and cabbage, oh. baked beans. Oh. Oh. Man, I'm be eating ice cream. I'll be sleeping about nine o'clock tonight. You got any leftovers? Nah, you ain't gonna get none of these salmon patties. Out. My dogs don't even get these. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, her pet don't even get these. They that good. I hear you. I, I bet you they are. I bet you they are. Hey, I'm going to throw you a curveball tonight. All right. Uh, what's, what you project um, Clemson's base, college baseball team, how, they, how are we going to fare in ACC? Or, you know, are we going to mm. be uh, – it's hard to say or what? Yeah. yeah. Boy, that is a curveball right now. I told you. <laughs> that was an excellent curve. That was a Sandy Koufax snap well, that thing off. On too. <laughs> and the thing had a little bit of speed on it, too. I really don't know, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't know this team yet. It's going to take yeah. a couple of weeks to get to know him. I got to hear more from uh, Coach Backett. She was on with us this week and hear what he has to say. But I got to figure out the players. He's got to figure out who's going to do what. Who's going to pitch? Um, there's only a couple of things I think that are certain, and that is that Grice is going to be somewhere, and they're solid behind the plate. Uh, yeah. Corbett's going to be somewhere in the lineup, but um, you know. They, they've got a lot of questions, I think, to, to answer here the next three weeks. And then by the time they'll play a few games and they'll play the Gamecocks, after that Gamecock series, we'll have a better idea about both teams. But I'm a little more I'm a little more sure of what the Gamecocks are going to have right now than I am about Clemson. Right. Oh, yeah. They always tough. That's a tough series. It don't matter how good. You know I mean, that's a tough series. Mm-hmm. Clinton and Carolina and baseball. It's a good series. Oh, yeah. That's what college baseball is all about. It is. It is. Best yeah. best rivalry. I know they've been down a little bit. It's not the the top ten thing it used to be, but it's still, it still sparks the passion in our state, and they pack the place, and it's a lot of fun. I, I love that weekend. Yeah. Well, y'all have a great night, man. I appreciate y'all. Well, Enjoy. we're glad that the missus y'all, is doing y'all well. Y'all on me making your show. Corn, you made your show about twenty three years ago when I first started listening to it. No, nah, I'm just I'm just man, here to I'm just trying to steer the boat, man. Just trying to steer the man, boat. Hey, you the captain of, hey, you the captain. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys everybody out there who contributes, who calls in, who offers an opinion, that's part of it and we appreciate it. Well, we enjoy it, man. Thank Y'all you. Do a great job. Y'all have a great week here. And tell Mrs. Tiger Bryan we said get well soon. Glad to hear it's going well. Yeah, thank you, man. All right. God bless y'all. Thank you. You too. 
See you, buddy. All right. Tiger Bryant, good to hear that everything's going well with the missus after the surgery. What you got? Well, I was just going to add to, to help Tiger Bryant a little bit. and Like you said, we're still waiting to see more from both Clemson and South Carolina and other teams around the state regarding baseball. Just a few quick things. They, they return 59% of the of, – I'm sorry, Tiger players who accounted for 59% of the starts in 2022 return this year. But they have to replace the ACC Player of the Year and Max Wagner, who was a second-round draft pick, uh, third base, and then also two of their weekend starters. Remember, Mac Anglin, who was a seventh-round pick, and uh, Jeffrey Gilbert, who was a 13th round. And also the schedule. And South Carolina could point to the exact same thing. Uh, of their 64 games, 34 of those – I'm sorry, 30 of those come against 2022 NCAA tournament teams. Uh, they play USC Upstate and South Carolina at Floor Field in Greenville, so that at least helps getting some of those neutral ball games. But that schedule will be quite daunting outside of the ACC as well as inside – Again, exact same problem with the South Carolina Gamecocks. Absolutely. So we'll learn more. 59% is not a lot. You know, when you talk about exactly, returning, not that's not, right, right. It's not a lot. That's what I'm saying. I, I still have to learn more about this team, but we will in due time. To the break we go. We'll come back with more phone calls. Recruiting is coming up. And uh, later, 7.30, 7.35, we've got birdies and bogeys and biceps around South Carolina. George Brian and Robbie Thames will join us. They are in Orlando at the PGA Show. Man, I'd love to be down there just to walk around and see all the new stuff in golf that's out there, the new um, clubs and things they're doing to help you improve your game. It's got to be a great place to be right in Orlando on International Drive. They'll join us live from there tonight at 735. We'll come back to more of your phone calls in a moment. Hi, this is Billy Downer from the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources. Are you looking for a safe place to shoot your rifle or handgun? Did you know that the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources operates four manned ranges across the state in Pickens County, Spartanburg County, Richland County, and Charleston County? For more information on our public ranges, visit dnr.sc.gov backslash shooting. Touchstone Energy Cooperative members save more, more on electricity, and members save more on insurance, groceries, healthcare, restaurants, travel, concerts, and sporting events through co-op connections. Touchstone Energy is an alliance of the member-owned electric cooperatives, and as a member, the power is yours. Experience the power of co-op membership with Touchstone Energy and find out how much you can save on electricity and a whole lot more at touchstoneenergy.com. When your day calls for some winning, why not watch your favorite football team at Dave & Buster's? We've got massive HDTVs and hundreds of the hottest new games. Sit from our chef-crafted cocktail menu with exclusive drinks such as the Strawberry Watermelon Margarita or Dangerous Waters. Cheer on the team with Cantina Nachos or Wings featuring one of our 12 wing flavors. When your day calls for some winning, it's time for Dave & Buster's, where you can watch the games and play the games. Locations in Greenville, Columbia, and Myrtle Beach. Think big, life-changing, I'm talking education, inventive, next-level education, wake up. For 20 years, education has received billions in funding. Where, you ask? <laughs> right here, across our state, in your own backyard. Who has done this? Well, if you've ever played the lottery, that would be you. Thank you. 
the South Carolina Education Lottery. When you play, we all win. Back on Sports Talk, Friday edition, 888-898-2525. Back to your phone calls just a moment. I want to remind you that January, it's over. By the time we come back from the weekend, there's only two more days left in January. Feb 1 is Wednesday, National Signing Day. But that means we are one month closer to summertime, springtime, summertime. And we want to remind you that if you're thinking about getting to the beach to the Grand Strand, to Garden City, to Pauly's, to Surfside, to Georgetown, to uh, any of those spots along the coast, and you're looking for a place to stay for a week or longer, maybe a month, maybe the entire summer, call Jimmy Smith at Rentals.com. That's James W. Smith Real Estate. And let them put you in the proper place. 843-237-4246. That's 843-237-4246. You'd be amazed at the properties that they can show you, the properties that they can help you get to from a rental standpoint, or the properties, if you want to buy, the properties they can put you in from a purchase standpoint. So give Jimmy Smith a call. That number is 843-237-4246. You can go online to check out the information there. Website is pauliesvacationrentals.com. We go back to your phone calls on this Friday night. Appreciate it very much as we go to Keith in Camden. Keith, good evening, sir. Welcome in. Hey, Phil. How you doing? Fantastic. Wonderful. Uh, just listening to your segment about the shoes and what university uses what. Um, I'm going back 40 years. When I got out of Carolina in 80, uh, looking for a job like everybody else and couldn't find nothing and took a job repping and uh, with a shoe wholesaler. Okay. And I, everybody knows, I mean, Nike's logo, you know, just do it. But of all the returns and complaints I got, Nike makes a sorry prop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, really. Well, maybe they did back then, but certainly. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's changed now. But yeah, it's just you know uh, name brand recognition and that logo, but yeah, their product is not that. What's good. amazing to me is what they can get away charging. Oh, what well, they can get away Adidas. charging is incredible. Yeah, Adidas has a whole uh, distribution center in Greenville, mm-hmm. and they have a thing where different companies you get for one month a year a pass to go in it, and you can purchase purchase product at fifty percent off. Uh, and uh, you know they got some good looking stuff, but when I came up, the best product out there for quality was New Balance, but now. Uh, everything's changed, but just a comment. Nothing wrong with New Balance. I like New Balance. And, of course, you know, you get caught up in the commercials. You get caught up in the endorsements and all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, right now I'm wearing Under Armour. The last sneakers I bought uh, 
they are a pair of Under Armour. I'd never had Under Armour before. I wanted something different, and I didn't want the Nike brand. And I looked for Adidas and uh, couldn't find what I was looking for. So I bought Under Armour, and I've been generally pretty happy with these. These are just walk-around yeah. Under Armour shoes, and they're pretty comfortable. They're lightweight. I think they look pretty good. So I go. feel like I'm getting my uh, – and they were the best price, too. I mean, Nike's just so – overpriced it's, it's ridiculous mm -hmm. but look you know my goal is to be able to wear a red shirt on sunday black pants on friday uh you know black pair of pants on sunday and play like tiger but that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that'd be nice wouldn't it <laughs> have now a good now for my golf attire no i tell you what though for yeah. my golf attire see i like to go with foot joy because yeah, I like to go with a golf centric. Shoes. I like to go with a golf centric company. I mean, I know you can buy golf shoes from all these different shoemakers, but give me the company that focuses just on golf. So I buy strictly FootJoy. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, look, y'all, y'all have a great weekend. Thank and, you. you. Know, if you can't play, you still got to look. Good. That's right. That's you know, to me. That's, that's part of it. Three quarters of the game. And uh, you look good. You feel here. good. Yeah, love here, Tiger Brian. And I'm going to end with this. You know what I mean, Phil? You got <laughs> you know, good <laughs> That's good impersonation. You, hey, you know, that's the highest, uh, what's that they say, the highest tribute you can give somebody is impersonation. Great job. Thank you very much. Appreciate the phone call. And yeah, Phil, I love the little shout out you did there, old Deion Sanders. If you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. If you play good, they pay good. <laughs> if you pay good, or sorry, if they pay good, you live good. <laughs> that's great. I saw the best commercial last night that I hadn't seen before watching the basketball game and uh huh, it was so good i can't remember the product what was it oh it was uh carmax have you seen this commercial it's carmax and it's with um gosh i'm not gonna know the people so it's two women one of them uh, they must both be uh basketball players one's not cheryl miller who, who, who's the um who's your other very famous she's on television uh, former Sue, Sue Bird? No, no. Maybe it is. Maybe it is Reggie Miller's sister, Cheryl. Might be Cheryl Miller and somebody else. But they're standing there uh, talking about a car, um, and the, talking to the sales guy. And he goes, "Yeah, you know, you don't have to be the first pick. You can be like the seventh pick. We treat you as, as nicely as the seventh pick." And who drive? And then driving up in another car is Stephen Curry. And he sticks his head out the window and he goes, what's wrong with being the seventh pick? <laughs> I mean, I thought that was great. I mean, they do it much better than I can describe it. But just his look, he's frowning. He goes, what's wrong with being the seventh pick? And that just was hilarious. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's that's good stuff. Great. Yeah. Uh, we go to Gamecock Larry. He's checking in as we touch base with all the different uh, favorites of the program tonight. Uh, Gamecock Larry, welcome in. How are you? I'm doing all right. You got him? Let me see. Have we got him? Yeah, we got you. We got you. Loud and clear. I thought you hung, thought you hung up on me. No, we wouldn't do that. It's an honor to follow Keith, but I buy Dollar General. I can't afford this all this. I buy Dollar General. Me too. <laughs> but, uh, I don't, I don't start it over. I don't, oh, yeah. Uh, Tiger Brian, Brian uh, I'm going to tell you, we got the upper hand on Clemson this year. And uh, one good thing about my team, if Mark Kingston don't do good starting that, if he, if he fumbles around and messes around too much, 
He better look out because he done hired his replacement and got him on the bench with him. So he better he we better be good. We got all them rejects from Clemson, and I don't know, but I don't know that any of those Clemson transfers are gonna (laughs) at least at the start of the season gonna play very much. Uh, I'm not not hearing much on Ricky Williams. Uh, Doesn't sound like French is is factoring in the catching job, and uh, and Brewer is uh, is gonna be a backup. It sounds like. That's what Mark Kingston said, but he, he, all of them going to play. <laughs> all of them going to play. I got to get something to argue with Tiger behind him, but I got to get something going with him because he sounds like a pretty good old, pretty good young fella, I guess. I don't know how old he is. I think he's, but, uh, uh, he's a little younger than you and maybe a little older than me. <laughs> well, that's right. That means it's pretty old. Okay, pretty. I don't know. I'm just calling just want to aggravate you guys a little bit. But, no, uh, that's good. Like, like I say, I, I love 100.7. I got my radio and everything, man. And I pushed that wrong button. And my granddaughter, great granddaughter, was there, and that thing, that siren went off again. <laughs> and it done shook, it done shook us up. But, man, I tell you what, I love you guys, and I. Tiger Bryan, we gonna win two. We gonna win two out of three. We you we might get the one up there at uh at, at some place. You might win that one, but I doubt it. I think we gonna no. We gonna sweep. Oh, we gonna sweep it. We gonna sweep it, Tiger Bryan. We gonna sweep you. And I love all y'all and talk to you later. All okay, right. No game cards. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, Larry. Larry calling for the sweep of the baseball series. We'll be back, top of the hour break, recruiting and more to come your way. Welcome back to Sports Talk on the Sports Talk Media Network. You can reach the guys with the South Carolina Education Lottery lucky number, 888-898-2525. That's 888-898-2525. Now back to Phil, Chris, and Pat with the second hour of Sports Talk on the Sports Talk Media Network. Okay, we're back. Hour number two, Sports Talk. Sports Talk Media Network. Great having you with us. Appreciate the phone calls. Back to the phones in a moment. We want to say appreciation to those of you who are watching on our streams, on Twitter, on uh, Facebook, and on YouTube. Be sure to sign up and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us a follow on our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter as well. The more, the merrier. Everything we do is free. doesn't cost you anything. So check out the website. That's free. And take in everything that we have there. One of our listeners tonight who is doing some fact-checking as well. This is from D. Will. He says, Adidas is in Spartanburg. Spartanburg, not Greenville. For whatever it's worth. To a lot of people, Spartanburg and Greenville are the same thing. It's the upstate. But they are two separate municipalities. I don't know where it is. Adidas is in Spartanburg, not Greenville. Okay. Appreciate that. And we'll pass along some other notes. Got recruiting coming up for you. A lot of recruiting right around the corner. And birdies and bogeys and biceps around South Carolina coming up at the bottom of the hour from Orlando tonight. We, and by the way, um, I've got nothing new on Trajan Jeffcoat in case you were wondering. I just think that that is one of two things that's going to happen. He's going to go to class at Arkansas and and end it there, or 
He's not going to go to class at Arkansas for the time being to see if things get worked out at South Carolina. And if he's guaranteed with 100% certainty that he'll be accepted at South Carolina and he can enroll there, then he'll probably do that. But right now, it's it's on hold as far as the best information we can get our hands on right now. Back to your phone calls. Bruce out in Missouri. Welcome back into Sports Talk. Good to have you with us. How are you? Well, I was trying to give you all a break for me, uh, so I figured I'd nah, go ahead and call there's you. there's no such yeah. thing as a break from you? Yeah, you know, uh, Gamecock Larry, he's uh, a little bit confused about Tigers. But anyway, that's okay. <clears throat> he'll, he'll, hey, he'll get the careful now. It. You're going to be on his on his naughty list, and he's going to be calling you out. I'm on his naughty list. I'm not even trying to be. I've been nice to him, and he's he's already you know, hunting me down out here. <laughs> <laughs> but I love him. I like his spirit. Yep. He's got he that. He has up. got some spunk and some spirit. Uh, that's right. He does. Now. I'm telling you. But I'm out here, and I'm I'm staying out here for a little while, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, I might come back home. I don't know. But anyway, I'm, it's, we're going to have another winter storm coming through here, just like we did before. I don't think it's going to be, you know, a 47 degrees wind chill factor, though, mm-hmm. below, <laughs> you know. so Batting down anyway. the hatches. Yeah, well, we're going to have to. Y'all going to get it, too. Just coming your way after it gets through here. And uh, it's going to go all the way down to the Gulf Coast. So, We're ready for it. We're ready. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, I was watching the, um, the girls' basketball game last night. Um, uh, let's see, Connecticut and uh, Tennessee. And Connecticut man, beat Tennessee. What, yeah, they did. It mm-hmm. was a it was a, a girls' fight. You know, it was it was ridiculous. Um, they didn't call it fair uh, against uh, UConn. They didn't give them the break that they should have had. And anyway, and the coach was bitching about it after you know halftime about what they were doing. Anyway, I was just thinking, you know, since they're making money and they're doing all this corrupt stuff out on the out on the field and you know out in the community uh, and they're representing the, the uh, university. And they're making money just like the pros. Why can't the the uh, NCAA charge them a fine to not to stop be, uh, you know doing this junk and uh, going by the rules of the of the game? And they fine them just like they do the pros when they get out of hand. You know. Are you talking about a, something that happens in the court, the field of play? Or are you talking about oh, something else too? You know, something outside, you know, that mm-hmm. would uh, cause harm. Well, and I think one of the differences is is that college athletes are not employees of their well, respective paid. schools. Yeah, but they're not employees. But they, Professional athletes paid. are employees of the teams uh, that paying, pay them. Who's paying there? Who's paying you them? are. That's the thing. You are. Uh, okay, I am. You are. I'm paying, them, I'm paying them attention. No, you're paying their money. Not the school. When the do, school's not paying them. You are. What am I doing? Paying? How am I paying them? Because, and I'm saying that in a theoretical manner, you being the fan, these collectives that are set up outside the university and the collective that the university itself operates, the universities, they aren't putting the money in. You are. The fan's putting the money in. The businesses are putting the money in. And so the whole concept here is to try to make the schools seem like they're above the fray and that they're still dealing with quote-unquote amateurs – the schools can say we're not paying them. We just run the direct the collectives and make sure that they get the money from you, the fan, you, the business owner, you, the booster. 
And so somehow it kind of keeps their hands clean from that standpoint. But that's how it operates well, right now. Well, see, the NCAA is a rule giver on the whole system. And like, it, and if they break the rules, they get fined. That's you know. No, they're powerless. Oh, I know you're saying. I know what you're saying. I mean, I'm just saying it's a concept. The Supreme I just Court about the Supreme Court pulled down the pants of the NCAA and took a switch to them, mm-hmm. and, and that butt was red when they were done. Um, well, I didn't feel nothing. <laughs> you didn't do what? I didn't feel nothing. I didn't feel nothing. Well, you're not the NCAA. They felt <laughs> it. It left oh, them yeah. impotent. I mean, seriously, uh, they might as well have just had a you know double vasectomy. So now they, they're a closet case. They can't do anything. So they're a closet case now. <clears throat> yeah, they I mean, they, they don't really, and, and, and nobody, uh, nobody knows what. I mean, nobody's fearful of anything from the NCA anymore, and that's, a shame. that's that's what this has evolved into because of the Supreme Court ruling. Um, the, the judges ruled that basically you know, they, they ruled that the scholarship that you've been given to the athletes and, and everything else that they were giving was not adequate for what they were, um, what they were creating for you from a financial right. standpoint, that it wasn't an right. e- equal and they should be, uh, compensated. Yeah, I agree. I, they should be able I to go out and make it, make as much money as they possibly can off their name, image, and likeness, but you're not according to the NCAA, supposed to use that in recruiting. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> well, there you go. There's a fine right there. They break the rules all the time. Yeah, right, right. Tell me about it. Okay. Well, it was just an idea I yeah. came up with, you know, thinking about last night, what went on in basketball. Well, game. I mean, once it the – once unruly. it's eventually – I don't know how many years it will be, but it will eventually become an employee-employer relationship, and then maybe there'll be some rules, and maybe there'll be contracts – and if you violate the contracts, you know, you can be fined. Well, they're just being, you know, basically pros now if they're getting paid by outside the entities. You know. Well, they're I not. mean, by the definition, they are pros. Well, they, Look, yeah. by the definition, they were pros as soon as they got a scholarship. I mean, the, right. the, the definition of professional is receiving something in return for your uh, abilities. Efforts. Yeah, efforts yeah. and abilities, so. Your energy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thanks for putting up. Thank with you. In, uh, oh, it's always hey, great Larry. hearing from you. Hey, Gamecock Larry, keep going, buddy. Oh, yeah, he'll keep on trucking. I'm trying to keep up with him, though. That's the thing. He's a tough thing to do. Tough thing to I do. Know. All right, thank you, man. All right. Take great care. hearing Have from you. Yes, sir. Let me pass along a few little notes here, and then we'll hit the break, and then we'll do recruiting. So we touched on this last night. Softball USC picked last by the SEC coaches in softball preseason, so – Nowhere to go but up, ladies. Uh, Florida, number one choice there. The ACC preseason poll, Florida State was number one, but Clemson was number two. Phil, how much of expectations and what's going on with the with the, U, the USC softball program, how much do you think their, I don't want to say decline, but their current situation is being impacted by the addition of Clemson's softball team? I couldn't tell you. They were declining a little bit before Clemson started. Um, they've been on a little bit of a slide here the last couple of years, and um, they are hoping that they can get it turned around. Um, Hope so, too. They play in a yeah. great, great conference. Just mm-hmm. just can't help but wonder, especially with, with what we talk about, with whether it's NIL or whether flashy uniforms at schools, whether it's Under Armour, Nike, whatever. Sometimes the shiny new thing tends to attract people, and with Clemson having a brand-new Softball program, a brand new flashy stadium. Although the, so do the South Carolina Gamecocks, they have mm-hmm. a great stadium as well. Mm-hmm. 
just can't help but wonder if that's impacting recruiting and and just this then directly uh, uh, the performance on the field. Well, Clemson certainly has gotten good in a hurry. Last year, the Gamecocks were twenty six and thirty and three and twenty one in the SEC. Previous year, twenty six and twenty six and four and twenty. They were having a good year in the COVID season. They were seventeen and six, one and two when the season was canceled. The previous year. See, they made – so really it's been uh, – things, for whatever reason, took a dive after the COVID year because you go back here and look, they made the NCAA tournament every year from 2013 through 2019. That's seven straight appearances, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and a super regional in 2018. So they were good, and now something happened. They went – from 17 and 6, season canceled to 26 and 26 to 26 and 30. And uh, so it's it's time, you know, we'll see if they uh, if they rebound. Beverly Smith is a good coach. She's only the second coach they've ever had after Joyce. Uh, what am I saying? She is not the second coach they've ever had. I guess you got to go. Uh, actually, they've had quite a few coaches. Yeah, but, but Joyce Compton was there for a long Pam time before Bacchus, her. So, yeah. Vivian Hamilton. Now, all these people lasted one season for, for some reason. Pam Backus, Vivian Hamilton, Frankie Porter, Elaine Taylor, Molly McGuire, Judy Mar. Okay, so they were one season each. This was back when softball wasn't even thought about. Uh, then Judy Martino, three years. Terry Drake, a year. Lou Peel, four years. And then Joyce Compton came in, and she went to 24 years. And she really took it to a, a high level. She won 951 games in her time. Had a 662 winning percentage. And now Bev Smith, 11 years, 598 winning percentage. That's more softball than we've ever talked on this program. Thank yeah. you, Pat. Thank you for getting us into that. Sure. And I remember being a kid. I grew up just a few blocks from the Sarge and used to love riding my bike down there as a kid. And you could see both the Gamecocks baseball and then, of course, the softball team right there by each other. And both teams were just so good. Mm -hmm. Anytime you wanted to, you could go over there and catch a game and, and watch really good play. Mm -hmm. Another story from uh, last night, Florence Morning News. Hall of Famer Dale Earnhardt Jr. to race again at Florence Motor Speedway. Less than three months after he uh, ran in a race there, he'll race there again February 11th in the 8th Annual Icebreaker. Icebreaker, here we come, Earnhardt tweeted on Thursday morning. He loves that racetrack. He has said it's one of his favorite racetracks. So he uh, is going to go back there and race. Uh, Joe Call is staying on the staff at the Citadel. He's going to be the assistant to the head coach. And the Bulldogs hired Jordan Pugh Robinson. How do you pronounce that? Jordan Pugh apostrophe U dash Robinson. Pugh Robinson. Anyway, he's the defensive line coach. And earlier this week, one of the all-time greats in our state passed away, Jerry Stutes, high school baseball coach, had over 900 career wins, Hall of Famer, and a tremendous baseball coach. He passed away. And also, of course, overnight, word came out that uh, Billy Packer passed away overnight. And, man, Billy Packer. Obviously, if you love college basketball, you – had an emotion about Billy Packer. Some loved him. Some didn't particularly like him. Uh, I think most did. I enjoyed him. I mean, he added so much to the broadcast simply because, to me, you know, Packer taught you about the game. His analysis was about the X's and the O's. He wasn't 
He's completely opposite of Vermeil, not Vermeil, of uh, not Vermeil, of uh, Vital. You know, Vital, he did for college basketball. He he helped hype college basketball. Packer taught you college basketball. And uh, man, those when he was working with Al McGuire and um, Dick Enberg, boy, didn't get any better than that in the broadcast crew, I tell you. So. Uh, he had been in declining health in recent years. Of course, he's been off television for a long time, but um, terrific, terrific uh, player back at Wake Forest. Played in the Final Four under, I think, Bones McKinney was the coach, and then um, fantastic on television. Okay, we're going to hit the break and give you the recruiting report right after this timeout on Sports Talk. Uh, for those of you who are watching the stream, as we do the uh, recruiting report tonight, you'll be able to watch some highlights of the Gamecocks' new commitment play that for you coming up Wendell Gregory and tell you more about him and tell you more about recruiting tell you about Clemson's big junior day tomorrow as well coming up after the break George Bryan here for Tsunami Bar Sports, and some say the fun is in the winning. I say the fun is in the training. And Tsunami Robbie, what do you say? George, we all know you get more done when you're having fun. This technology is different, it's engaging, but it's also a lot of fun to use. Hi, this is Phil Kornblut. Be sure to click on the digital ad on sportstalksc.com and get 5% off any Tsunami Bar order using promo code BBB5. Don't wait, order today. Life, it has its ups and downs. Sometimes it's little things like hitting every red light or dropping your cell phone. Maybe it's the bills, rent, or pressure at work. But when it comes to the South Carolina Education Lottery, you should never feel like playing will solve everything. The lottery is a game. It's played for fun. So set a dollar amount. Expect not to win and make sure responsibilities, family, friends, and work come first. Visit playresponsiblysc.com. When your day calls for some winning, why not watch your favorite football team at Dave & Buster's? We've got massive HDTVs and hundreds of the hottest new games. Sit from our chef-crafted cocktail menu with exclusive drinks such as the Strawberry Watermelon Margarita or Dangerous Waters. Cheer on the team with Cantina Nachos or Wings featuring one of our 12 wing flavors. When your day calls for some winning, it's time for Dave & Buster's, where you can watch the games and play the games. Locations in Greenville, Columbia, and Myrtle Beach. Touchstone Energy Cooperative members save more, more on electricity, and members save more on insurance, groceries, healthcare, restaurants, travel, concerts, and sporting events through co-op connections. Touchstone Energy is an alliance of the member-owned electric cooperatives, and as a member, the power is yours. Experience the power of co-op membership with Touchstone Energy and find out how much you can save on electricity and a whole lot more at touchstoneenergy.com. Give me the recruiting report tonight. It is brought to you by Seawells. They want us to remind you that it's catering season. You got things coming up like wedding receptions and big birthday parties. It was Wendell Gregory's birthday today, by the way. Uh, you got corporate outings, you got awards, banquets, business luncheons. Well, you want to call the catering experts at Seawells, serving the states 
with excellent food and service for over 70 years. They can handle things at your location, or you can come to theirs at 1125 Rosewood Drive. Check out the menu at sewellscateringsc.com, or just give them a call, 803-771-7385. Do not forget the Daily Luncheon Buffet, cranking back up on Monday from 11 till 2 for only $13. You will be very, very satisfied with that. So the Gamecocks get linebacker Wendell Gregory today, 6'4", 220. We've got highlights streaming for you. If you're looking at us on our Facebook or our YouTube or our Twitter. So he is 6'4", 220, Marietta, Georgia. His birthday's a day, as I mentioned, heavily recruited. Offers also included uh, Tennessee, Southern Cal, Auburn, North Carolina, Missouri, Nebraska, Pitt, Michigan, Michigan State, West Virginia, NC State, Mississippi State, he eventually narrowed to USC, Tennessee, Auburn, North Carolina, Missouri. Definitely a T1, a Tier 1 prospect, no question about it, based on the real professionals who evaluate players and know what they're talking about. Made numerous visits to USC throughout the recruiting process, including the junior day, January 21st. He told us, quote, every time I went, it just got better and better. Every time I went, talked to more players, interacted with more coaches, Got to know everybody in the facility. It just felt like home every time I went there. You know, I'm originally from that area, Greenville, so it just felt like home every time I went there. End of quote. Last two seasons, he's totaled 86 tackles, 11 tackles for loss, five and a half sacks, two interceptions. And from talking to Clayton White, linebackers coach, defensive coordinator, they talked about how he would be used. Gregory said third down, I'm on the line rushing, getting on the quarterback. First and second down, I'm in coverage. He's the Gamecocks' fourth commitment for the 24 class, the first on defense. And he likes what the Gamecocks are putting together in this recruiting class. Now, tomorrow, Clemson has its junior day, first one of January and first one of this recruiting campaign for the 2024 class. One of those coming in is cornerback Emilio Agard. Six feet, 170, out of Philly. Dabo Sweeney, corners coach Mike Reed, made him one of their early summer offers after seeing him in camp. But he said they've been on him since he was a freshman. They've had like a three-year relationship. He loves the program. He loves the family feel. Feels like they're great people. Believes that Reed can develop him into a great player at this level, the next level, and make him a better human being. Missed four games last season with hip and ankle injuries. Still managed 30 tackles, 18 pass deflections. He can play man-to-man, he says, like no one else. And he sees Clemson plays a lot of man coverage. He loves that. That's perfect for him. So last weekend, he was at Penn State for a junior day. And he's got Clemson, Michigan, Alabama, Tennessee, Penn State as his top five. He'll take officials in the summer. And then he'll make a decision after that. Also visiting Clemson tomorrow will be offensive guard Blake Franks out of Greenville. He was at USC last Saturday. Actually stayed until Sunday. So he's going to Clemson this week. And then he'll spend most of February, part of February, trying to make his decision. USC and Clemson, his two primary choices. He says he's going to think about it for like a week or so. He's hoping to make a decision by a Sunday at the end of February. He doesn't want to do it on a weekday. He knows it's going to be really tough. He said um, he's trying to break it all down between the Gamecocks and the Tigers. 
couple of factors that weigh in between the two is education. He said he went to South Carolina. They answered a lot of questions about the engineering program, which is something that he wants to do. And what he really wants to know from Clemson is how family-oriented they are. He said, I think they are very family-oriented already. It's just that South Carolina, he said, is really family-oriented a little bit more than Tigertown, is how he put it. And so he got his questions answered by Shane Beamer and his staff while he was there. And he came away from that visit feeling very, very good about South Carolina. Now he wants to do the same thing with Clemson, get more questions answered, and see how he feels walking away from that visit. Others visiting Clemson tomorrow as they have expressed plans to be there. Cornerback Ashton Hampton, cornerback Tavoy Fagan, cornerback Jalen Crawford, cornerback Charles Lester, defensive end Darian Mayo, defensive end Christopher Jackson, defensive end Jeremiah Beeman, defensive tackle Heaven Brown Schuler, defensive tackle Champ Thompson, defensive tackle Malik Blockton, linebacker Sammy Brown, linebacker Drew Woodass, offensive tackle Josiah Thompson, offensive tackle Jamison Riggs, place kicker Nolan Hauser, quarterback Walker White, running back David Azumiomu, safety Mike Matthews, safety K.J. Bolden, safety Noah Dixon, tight end Christian Bentonker, receiver Braylon Staley, and receiver Alex Taylor. So a good group there. USC offered receiver Jaquise Graves of Chesapeake, Virginia, and 2025 running back Jordan Davison of Santa Ana, California. Athlete Evan Javis of Spring Valley received a PWO offer from the Gamecocks. USC target receiver Amari Jefferson was offered by Georgia Tech, and Justin Stepp was in to check on him today in Chattanooga from USC. 2026 offensive guard Miles Funderburk of Charlotte took a visit to USC in late 2022. Clemson target running back David Azumi Mumi was offered by Wisconsin and West Virginia. Clemson USC target defensive tackle Malik Blockton, Pike Road, Alabama, was offered by Alabama and Oregon. Clemson USC target receiver T.J. Moore of Tampa, offered by LSU, Wisconsin, and Michigan, plans to be at Pitt tomorrow. Clemson target safety Mike Matthews, offered by Auburn for football and basketball. Going back to running back David Izumimumi, I'll get that name right at some point. He was also offered by Louisville. A USC target, tied in Caleb Odom of Carrollton, Georgia, offered by Oklahoma and Purdue. AC Flora tied in Jack Mosley commits to Lenore Ryan. Georgia Tech offered Greenville receiver Mazio Bennett. Northwestern offensive lineman Marcus Macon committed to SC States. And that will do it for now. Here on Sports Talk, that's the recruiting brought to you by Seawell's Birdies, Bogies, Biceps. Coming up. Four. Straight down the middle. It went straight down the middle. Then it started to hook just a wee, wee bit. And that's when my caddy lost sight of it. That little white pellet has never been found to this day. But it went straight down the middle like this. Okay, time to talk about some birdies. That's George Bryan. Some bogeys. That's me. And some biceps, Robbie Thames from Tsunami Bar Sports. Great to have the guys with us just back from Orlando. That was a 
Nice quick trip down to Orlando for the PGA show to check out all the new items that the PGA and golf professionals have out there and golf club makers and everything else you can get that helps uh, you play the game of golf uh, all that much better and enjoy the game of golf all that much more. Welcome in, gentlemen. George, how are you, sir? Couldn't be better, and let's go ahead and get Rob. Tsunami Robbie on the tee. Welcome, Rob. Man, I am so jacked up to be back in South Carolina, <laughs> but the trip fantastic. Yeah, it's hey, we had a we had a great trip. And Phil, the PGA show, nothing quite like it. It's uh I don't know how many square feet, miles of mall space open. Nothing but golf. It's a one dimensional show, golf only. <laughs> yes. No distractions. No distractions. No uh, NFL actually, playoffs, no NBA, no college basketball. It's all about teeing it up and letting it fly. Yeah, and, and uh, all the variables that you can think of plus more. Uh, and it, it's almost, well, kid in the candy store, that was, that was me. And as you can tell, I'm, I don't know if you can or not, I'm still not quite to the house, but almost there. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, when you've been gone, when you've been gone for over a week, uh, but it has been fun. Tsunami Robbie was a shotgun partner. We also teed it up with G4 and Brian Bros. Uh, had a great time. And, you know, I, there's one major impression it had on me, but I'm going to kick it over to Tsunami Robbie about his first. Now, it's hard to sleep on a week like this, but. Tsunami Robbie, what was your fa- very favorite, and what did you learn? What did you learn? What did you pick up? What's the cutting edge? Well, the, uh, the the equipment that is there is just mind-boggling. I always get a kick out of walking through uh, all the big players' booths, the uh, Callaways, the Titleist. Um, TaylorMade was not there. Mizuno, Shrixon, you know, all those, all those big players, Cleveland, and uh, just to see their their new toys and the uh, paradigm driver with Callaway was, you know, people were just all over that, just um, playing with it, picking it up, shaking it around, uh, going through their swings and asking asking questions, and to hear all the the uh, the new tech that's involved in these clubs, it's always interesting to me. Uh, then I, I really get um, uh, quite interested in the the merchandising aspect of how these booths are put together and how they showcase their clubs and Titleist mm-hmm. won that hands down they had a fantastic layout and it's a lot bigger than you would imagine it would be like walking into a walgreens and everything in there is titleist hmm. uh so it's, uh, it's just giant and the way they display it is really fantastic the simulators were all over the place and uh you know the technology in that is um is um is mind-boggling in itself uh, just to see what you can do the data that you can gain off of that the the small, uh, I'll call them a pocket simulator, the the, uh, the wrap sodos that, uh, that really aren't much bigger than your cell phone. Uh, they have a little tripod for that and sit it down behind the ball and uh, look at your iPad or, or your phone and, and pair that with it and be able to see a shot tracer and all the stuff that goes along just like you were in a little mini driving range. And uh, those are relatively inexpensive, so it's, uh, you know, that's going to probably be a big seller for them. Uh, then you have all the apparel uh, that's out there, uh, all the little the little 
little things like uh, 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 I hate to say Yeti cups, but they're you know similar type items that that uh, they put logos and and all the stuff on and and uh, man, there's just so much good stuff. The golf carts, uh, there's a bunch of technology in the golf <laughs> carts and the batteries that go into it. So it's really there's no stone unturned. Uh, just like George said, it seems like miles. Uh, by the time you walk the lap uh, several times, I still don't think we saw it all. I'm sure there's some things that we didn't see, but but uh, great show, and everybody uh, you know has their A game on for that. And um, yeah, look, uh, y'all already look forward to it next year. It's always a lot of fun. Phil, you need to come with us. I'd love to. I've got this thing called uh, recruiting that goes on in the month of January that kind of ties my hands to most everything. But let me ask you this. How many tsunami bars did you get out to the public? Well, you know, I'll tell you <laughs> what. We, got, like, we had a very interesting pairing on a golf outing that we had on Monday. George and I drive up. Uh, we're, we're right on time for our tea time, and they send us out. We don't get to really hit any warm-up or anything. So we do a little warm-up with the tsunami bars that George has in his, in his truck. And, um, and we get out there, and we're paired with a uh, – a wonderful couple, an 87-year-old gentleman and huh. a 79-year-old lady, and uh, they were golden, absolutely golden. And they're members at the, one of the Pinehurst clubs, and uh, they um, they were very you know receptive to, to learning something about the tsunami, and, and they did after the round, but um, they were fantastic players. They got over their ball. They golfed it up and down the fairways. They, they, um, they were a joy to be around, and... And um, uh, George took lots of video, so we've got we've got the we've got a lot of footage that we're we're gonna kind of dissect for them. But uh, wow, what a great couple! And uh, the tsunami bar they put the to- George put the tonal wave bar, which is our lightest of the of the exercise sticks, in their hands. And uh, at their age, they were moving it great and getting the you know a little cardiac benefit within seconds, right out there in the parking lot. So it's huh. it, um, it had a great application. It was it was really wonderful to see. Let me ask you this question: um, So whenever I get uh, paired like that with, well, like really older people like that, I'm thinking like, oh God, this is going to take forever. They're going to be so slow, and they're going to take forever, and mm-hmm. we're going to be a five six hour round. I mean. Did you think the same way as when you realized who you're going to play with, and did they prove you wrong? Well, I didn't have that <laughs> hey, thought originally, but uh, but they they came up to us when we pulled up, introduced themselves, and uh, kind of almost gave you the apologetic. You know, we hope we don't hold you up mm-hmm. that much, but yeah. we just said we just said, look, let's just have a great round, enjoy ourselves. It's a beautiful day. Let's just have a great time, and they wasted no time george <laughs> tell them how quick they would get, get their shot first of all first of all 87 year old guy standing back on the same tees with tsunami robbie and i and i just assumed he would move on up his name is george as a matter of fact <laughs> and about five two at this point in his life and he could bend down tee the ball up as he's coming as he reaches full posture, which is only less than a second later, he's quick, he is in his backswing. And he has teed his ball up and hit, and all done, the ball's going right down the middle in less than two seconds. Hmm. And it's, I would say he was hitting his ball somewhere in the 140 to 160 range, 
on the fly, which was spectacular. And his wife, Pat, was his wife, Pat, was his eyes. And she is absolutely precious as she can be standing behind so she could keep the visual going. So Pat's, uh, uh, she's 79 years old and she can still see real well. That was her strength. And boy, can she flat play. She hits it. She probably hits it about 180, but they don't play the same tees. Pat plays it from a little farther up, so nobody really knows. You can't really tell that Pat hits it farther than George, hmm. but she hits it probably farther than me on some shots too. Now, did you play? Did, did you two play the tips? Oh, absolutely not. But we played it <laughs> a couple of tees in from six thousand plus, and and George was right that back there with us, eighty-seven years old. And just a delight, mm. complete delight. And, you know, it, it, that, nothing like our game. The fact that they're 87, 79, they're playing faster than we are. Easier to find their balls than ours. I tell you what, they didn't look once, and we were looking all – I know I was looking several times. So, uh, <laughs> nothing like the game of golf. It doesn't matter how far you hit it. It doesn't matter how often you hit it. If you play faster, it's fun for everybody. But it is a game for everybody, and – they go near forever. They go down and uh, rent a, a place that uh, – now, we were playing Providence, which i got to tell you, I strongly recommend that golf club just outside of Orlando. And another one that was on our route, always is, it's called New Smyrna mm-hmm. Golf Club. It's a Donald Ross golf course in New Smyrna, which is just below Daytona Beach, and I'm telling you, the best greens I've ever played in my life. A Donald Ross golf course. Donald Ross golf courses are spectacular, but the greens at New Smyrna Beach Golf Club, the public track, absolutely perfect. Never played a green better and have had the privilege to play numerous. So the Providence Golf Club's right there. It's a great track right outside of Orlando. And, you know, just you just got to do it. If you don't have it on your game, if it's not in your plans this weekend, make the tee time right now. Now, another little... There's a say that word uh, X X C on. Say it, Robbie. What is our? This was my catch, my suggestion. We got to go investigate X X C O. Is that right? That's correct. X X C O. The reason I say X X C O is they have a focus on seniors and ladies of the soft shaft, which I'm going to tell you, you can convert that to juniors. That's a that's three-fourths of the market, and they focus on seniors and ladies. Now, I was holding that golf club. Robbie, your stats guy, how many grams? How, tell me the weight of the shaft, and you take over from here. Yeah, they were, uh, you know, they put drivers uh, in our hands. So they, had, they had the irons and everything else, but the drivers were only uh, 36, uh, a 36-gram uh, shaft in one and a 38-gram shaft in the other, and they felt feather light and uh, I, I can just imagine that uh, which I, I know I know that most most of the golfers go out and they immediately go straight to the, the stiff shafts or the extra stiff shafts and and most of them are, are that's too much shaft for them it's even even for me I mean a regular shaft would be fine for me hey by but, the way um, let me stop you I hate to come in over yeah. the top of you but go ahead and tell them tsunami Robbie we watched <laughs> A long drive exhibition by the 2022 champion. Go ahead and tell him what shaft he's using. Yeah, Martin, uh, and and now we're talking about a long drive guy that's <laughs> jacked up. Talk about birdies, bogeys, and biceps. <laughs> it might be, might 
be birdies, bogeys, and really big biceps. <laughs> this guy was this guy was pumped up. And uh, Martin and his long drive competition gamer club has got a regular shaft in it. So take, take, take that. You, Everybody out there who thinks the shafts have to be heavier and stiffer will take that. Mm. The longest driver in the world is using a regular shaft. Keep going, Robbie. <laughs> no, it was impressive to watch. And Justin James was out there hitting balls as well. And he's a former world long drive champion and and uh, they were out there giving tips and then they had pull, pulled up this young man who's 11 11 or 12 years old his name was uh zebby perez and uh zebby has won over 38 or 40 junior tournaments already God. 300 and he, 300 tsunami oh, 300 oh, is the number 300 what you got junior tournaments you got to look this kid up he is one of these Ultra special, holy cow! Uh, phenoms. He's yeah, already I've been never locked. seen anything like it. And um, and uh, was it Puma in Cleveland or Puma and Cobra? Puma Cobra, Puma and Cobra. Yeah. So uh, already, I guess he's got an NIL deal if he goes to college already. <laughs> <laughs> Three hundred uh, junior tournaments. How how many tournaments is he playing per week? Well, he's, uh, like I said, he is a phenom and supposed. Well, when you watch and listen to the, all you got to do is look him up. He's absolutely phenomenal. He's an ex, he's like this genius kid who's athletic and plays great golf. He can, he, he'll speak to people, what I call shooting from the hip, hmm. improv, and just absolutely crush it now. He's got to like the product. There's no question. He's re- he's got several huge contracts. And uh, say that name again, so I can uh, so I can log it into my memory. Tsunami Robbie. We got to look this kid up. Talk more about him. Zevi Perez. It's um it's uh I think it's X E V E, uh, and then Perez, just like you would normally spell Perez. And um, just a uh, you know comes from from uh, you know great parents that. Have uh, led him in the right direction, and what I just found comical because I didn't know who he was. He, he was out there with the long drivers hitting with them, and um, and whoever was commentating over the the uh, little program there uh, introduced him, and I thought that he would put the microphone in front of his face and let Zebby say a few words. Zebby just reached out, took the microphone, and then took over the floor. So it was it was all, it was all Zebby after that. So I got to find out who this guy is. 260 yards coming out of a 270 out of 11-year-old and just absolutely silky smooth. I thought it was a recording, but hes I was watching his lips to say, okay, as a kid, is somebody tricking us? Uh, He puts the club down and moves into this unbelievable presentation on technology. So anyhow, there's uh, one that we'll be watching. And, you know, I'm going to shift gears and go, Go to another aspect of the game. We slipped down and we're hitting. Uh, we hit some range balls on the way out. Though we stopped by. Uh, what I'll just call. We went through a shopping spree, and there's a. It slipped my mind, but it has to do with. Uh, I'll just say a belt. Now, Robbie, remind me <clears throat> what was the booth we stopped by on the way out? Because this is something else, the folks out. We talked about hard goods, and now it's a little bit of soft goods. Show them some love. What's the name of that company? 
Well, uh, next belt, N-E-X-B-E-L-T, is uh, one of these adjustable belts. It's, it's not really a ratchet, but it, it's incremental spots. Instead of having holes in the belt, uh, uh, this, this system just grabs your belt as you push it in tight. And they're very stylish and comfortable, but when you're, when you're like me, that uh, you might be a 36-inch waist uh, this month. I might be 42 in a couple <laughs> months. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, uh, it's a, so I need a belt that can accommodate that, you know, and give me a good fit, and, and, and that one does. And it's got some really stylish belt buckles, and it's a perfect fit all the time. So it was, I found that very interesting, and, and, um, and the guys there, uh, the founder, George, struck up a conversation with the founder, uh, his name was Eddie, but he said, let's call me Eddie Spaghetti. So I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what the spaghetti part was about, but, but, uh, George had a great conversation with him and he was quite an interesting guy and, and, um, really enjoyed their product and, and, uh, along with gosh, all the other stuff, it's just such a huge, tremendous show. V1, George spent a lot of time at the V1 booth, Bushnell with all their stuff, uh, uh, great product there. And, um, uh, shoot, I, you know, I, I could sit here and go on for an hour just listing off all the fun stuff that we did. Hard to pare it down, but man, what a great show. And so here's, uh, I'll boil it down to this. There's technology out there for anybody. And I remember Jimmy Cusa had this saying, uh, if you can see it fly or, or try it before you buy it. Uh, these simulators have gotten really good. I'd say, you might be able to watch on the simulator, hitting indoors, but I always love that idea to try it or see it fly before you buy. And the the the, the add-on to that and the requirement is a hey, try to try to see your expert fitter, your PGA professional or whoever it might be that has knowledge on the technology because there is something for everybody now, and if it fits it will be much easier to hit. And that's a fact. That is a fact. So I know in this town, there's several places you can go out and hit your golf ball and watch it fly. Uh, Tom Mason, Partee, he is a PGA professional. He's a great fitter. I know Kusa uh, Golf. We have at Tsunami Bar Sports, Chase Butler, and he's also Grow Golf now, and it it fits outdoors uh at our place in Chapin, Grow Golf Now, or GBGA, and, and I know all over town, Craig Malone is uh, a great fitter as, like I said, Steve Hartwick, Timberlake. We sp- talked about Stephen uh, on a number of occasions. Uh, Matt at Spring Valley, let's see, Chris at Columbia Country Club, Clem King at Wood Creek Farms. But see, one of your experts, and make sure what you hit fits, and you'll have more fun playing this game. So you get more done when you have more fun. And speaking of fun, Tsunami Bar Sports, and that's TsunamiBarsports.com. Anything on that website? What is the uh, – what's our code there? Triple B5 for 5% off. 5% off. And, A, when – when you can exercise there and there's less pain, you can get now a lot more gain with no pain. Tsunami Robbie, just a second. Talk a little bit about what that means. You can now get gain without a lot of pain. 
unless your game brings you pain, like mine does. The game, <laughs> game is the pain. Yeah, the game is the pain. Uh, yeah, the Sazami Bar technology is, uh, you know, we use it for warm-up. We use it for exercise protocol. Uh, I've used it for rehabilitation on uh, so- shoulder uh, recoveries, and uh, it's been excellent in all in all those forms. And um, the the technology, which is lighter and more flexible, uh, doesn't require that you have to load it with a lot of weight for it to be effective. So your central nervous system is what you're trying to uh, what you're trying to tap into, and you're trying to recruit muscle, and that is the name of the game. And if you can do it with a lighter weight, with a faster movement, you're going to have more mobility, more flexibility, more blood flow. And you're going to have less skeletal and muscular abrasion. So you're going to feel better. Your recovery is going to be much faster. And um, so you'll have less um, You'll have less of those 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 owies, as George likes to call it. Um, when you're trying to get out there and get loose enough to play, you're going to feel better and, and hopefully perform better. So um, we'll look forward to getting more of that stuff. Uh, some new videos out. I know, Phil, you've been putting them up uh, every week. And uh, we need to uh, probably get on on board with you and put some get some more so you can have a fuller more varied library of stuff to show we are at the end of the video trail our eighth tsunami bar demo is up and running right now and so uh gentlemen we need to get together and uh step into the studio and create more magic for the tsunami bar uh-huh. on our website sportstalksc.com is what george was you were alluding to that and you can click on the digital ad for the tsunami bar right there it'll take you right to the tsunami bar website and you can see the things that they have uh, in the uh, in the category of the tsunami bar and everything else that's they they have there for fitness and for uh, getting into shape and also as george mentioned or maybe it was robbie the uh, the discount just use the code bbb birdies biceps bogeys birdies bogeys and biceps five and you get five percent off the cost i like the way that feels I'm real curious. Uh, we were down in Florida in 85 degree weather with full sun, mm. playing golf. And I, I were you playing golf in 29 degree rain or something like that up here? What what was the what were the conditions up here? Well, I mean today, uh, well you guys are back, so you know it's about 50 today, and yeah. we've we've had rain while you guys were gone. We've had rain. Um, but the temperature have, temperatures have been kind of moderate. I'm going to say 45, 40, 45, and suppose okay. yeah. So we were only 30 or 40 degrees warm. That's correct. You were it. you were tropical. <laughs> you were tropical. We were Arctic. That's right. Uh, well, I was thinking about it. <laughs> we appreciate that. Hey, we'll keep thinking about you too this weekend. So go ahead and get your tea time and. Until next week, TM high and uh, shoot them low. G3's out. <laughs> okay. Thank you, G3. And Robbie, Tsunami Robbie, we appreciate it very much. Great stuff. Uh, very quickly, updating the uh, tournament, the Farmers Insurance Open. Sam Ryder is 12 under. John Rom, there he is again, 66. He goes low. Uh, he's at 10 under. And as far as anybody left in the field from the state, we got. Andrew Novak, he's skied to an 80 today, plus three. Scott Brown is plus five. And uh, those are the two remaining from the state. All right, that will do it. 
Remember, tomorrow we'll have coverage of USC. I'll be in Athens, and we'll have coverage of the Clemson-Florida State game. Otherwise, have yourselves a great, great weekend. Thank you for being with us. We'll see you Monday right here on Sports Talk. We'll be right back. 